Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bracia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome to the Supermama Sisterhood. Hello. Welcome, everyone. What's going on, sister? I... I can't believe we are on another week already. Time is flying. I can't, like, we're almost at the end of the year. Like, I am still, I am forever on summer mode. And somebody was talking about, like, Halloween and, and like, fall and winter. And I'm like, ah, no, not yet. But I guess it's already here. My um, BC season has started after my anniversary. It's just birthday after birthday after birthday after birthday after birthday. And then there's, like, oh, yeah, busy season. I was like, BCC. Like girl, BCC? my ESL, please forgive me. I know, but BCC. I was like BCC, and I was like, oh, if that's like an acronym for something, you know, BC, 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 BC. See, I can't even say it either. BC, 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 busy, whatever. Ocupado, I'm busy. I'm busy. Mi temporada está ocupada, pues. Estoy ocupada. Yeah, like I am. I have zero planned for the birthdays. Nothing. September twenty seventh. That's the first one. October 11th. No, October 10th. October 11th. October 16th. It's, you know what? The other day I was like remembering how like six says that one that whose birthday just doesn't register in my mind. <laughs> I always think it's September 25th. But when I went to pick up Krisa from school the other day, I asked her. She's like, yeah, it's September 27th. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to remember. Because <laughs> like now I have like a mental like memory of that conversation with Krisa. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, talking about Krista, I had such an amazing weekend with her recently. Oh, tell me you went to a concert, you ran a fan K. Okay, I have to tell you something. Tell me everything. I went to, Krista had her first concert experience. We, she attended a youth event at church and her friend won tickets to the concert of the Jonas Brothers. Mm -hmm. And I... I'm not a huge fan of the Jonas Brothers, but I was like, yeah, let's go. It's her. It was her first concert experience. She even like put on earrings after many years as she Ooh. went to put earrings and she went all cute. I totally felt like a mom in this concert. This is the first concert I was, I was talking to Elizabeth, her sister. And I was like, dude, I totally felt like a mom. I was a mom and I was a cool mom. I was but looking you were hot a mom. and I was, I was a totally a mom. I was like, I don't know any of these songs. I don't know who, I mean, I do know of them. Some of the songs, I was like, they sing this song? I didn't even know they sang this song. A lot of the show, I was sitting down and I had, it was a stadium full of teenagers mm -hmm. believing in like teenage love and screaming. Krista was, she turned into a whole other person. I was like, you, it just looks like you're a fan of them forever. Like, like a true fan. She was like, ah! The other day, the next day she couldn't even speak because her throat was hurting so much. And she was dancing and they were jumping and there were so many teenagers screaming in my ear that when we got out of the Beyonce concert, remember, we were like deaf, but it was a different, it was a different deaf. Like this one was just like, me duelen los oídos kind of deaf because all the girls were like, just like screaming at them. But it was the fun time that I didn't know the songs. I sat down, I had a coffee. I was like, I need a coffee <laughs> to keep going. You had coffee at the concert? I had a coffee at the concert. Sorry, guys. Mom move. Huge. I mean, Ma what are you, you know going to do? Mean? Get turned with the Jonas Brothers with your daughter? I mean, yeah. That I couldn't. 
turned. I couldn't get turned, you know. No, I, I mean, even get, you like, shouldn't. <laughs> I didn't. I had a co- I had a nice coffee. I had yeah, nachos. that seems like that seems like the proper drink for a mom. You know to what have I mean? You know, I, yeah, sure. she had water. I had a coffee. I got yeah, you know? that makes sense. She had a soda. She have a soda. She's like, ooh, let me get a sprite, mom. <laughs> no, she doesn't like. She doesn't drink. She doesn't like soda. No, she had water. She had lots like, of water. Mom, can I have a sparkling water with a uh, lime wedge? <laughs> But she did, she, we did get a uh, swirl ice cream from uh, the Dodger Stadium uh, and she got pizza. Eduardo ordered an iced tea for breakfast the other day. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So that, and then I got home and my neighbors decided to have a karaoke night and they didn't go to bed until like three in the morning. And then I had to wake up at 545 to do a 5K the next day with Krista. She did her first 5K. We did a 5K, the Santa Monica 5K. It was fun. However, she complained the whole way, girl. Oh, my God. My goddaughter, Melinda, and Krista, and my best friend and I, we did it. And, you know, Jackie runs. She runs. She just did a marathon, and she runs, like, 5Ks and 10Ks on the weekends. But the girls, can we? once we get to the line, can we stop? Can we stop at the light? Okay. And then we walk. Why do we have to keep walking? Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Like, it was like. If I had a theme for this 5K was the complaint 5K, but they made it, they ran, they made it, they were sweaty. They did their, they got their medal. So that was fun. It was my weekend with Krista. It was mom and daughter weekend. Definitely. It was really fun. It was really fun. I love hanging out with her in, in this new, in this new era where she's finding herself. Also, it's such a different dynamic when it's just you and her, right? And like you and the three girls. Yeah, no, that was a different, that was a totally different day. When one of them is not there, it's so completely different. And I know that they act very differently when they're not around me. Like, Sabina is probably not the same when she's with you than when she's with no, me. of course not. Also, Sabina brought a blanket. So I had Sabina this weekend yes. with Eduardo. I took in to Santa Barbara, and she's also my pseudo daughter that I never had. Well, <laughs> I do have a daughter, whatever I'm talking about. I mean, that my third <laughs> daughter I never had. My third child. Your third child. She's the third child I never had. That's a way better way of saying it. She brought a blanket. We were, you know, they slept with me in the bed. And she was like hugging the blanket. She's like, oh, this blanket smells like pista. And she would hug it. And she, was like, <laughs> she would like hug it so hard. It's like, oh, my sister. Look, Cuddy, smell it. Doesn't it smell like pista? Mm. And That's she would like so cuddle funny. with it. She would cuddle with it. And then and I was like, it does kind of smell like pista. You're right. Like, yeah, isn't it great? And I was like, oh, that's so sweet that you miss your sister. Like, you must love her so much. Like, yeah. And Eddie's like, but it's annoying with your little sister, right? It's like kind of annoying, right? <laughs> and I'm like, no, Eduardo, like, this is what this is what it's like. You need to love your sister like this. Because Eduardo and, and Agustin are just not it right now. Well, they're in a different stage. Like, when, yes, when we're together, so different. you know, they're so different. I had, I, I, when I have them, it's like, it's Sixta and Agustina, they pair up, and Eddie and Sabina, they pair up, and then Krista's in her room with her friends. Do you remember when it was Eddie and Krista forever, and Sabina it would was. always cry because they wouldn't play with her? <laughs> yeah. And now Sabina is the one ruling everything, and Krista's just in the room. And I love because Agustina, since she's so little, everything that the big kids say, she oh, just yeah. repeats. Yeah. Everything. Like the echo. Oh, yeah. She's that's, like the little echo. Every, she just follows him around. She's like, vamos. <laughs> she just repeats everything, Spanish or English. She's just, she's just the echo. She's, she's so cute. I love the way 
I think I'm really loving that they're all hanging out with each other at the same time. Like they just watch movies together and do everything together. It's it's a really, really fun. It's a a fun season for them. Definitely. I think it's going to be. I got lots of pictures and lots of things. So it was a great show. Well, talking about cool moms like me and you, sister, we have the cool mom Mm -hmm. in the episode. The coolest of coolest. The coolest of coolest. I'm trying to get on her list. Uh, who do we have on the show today? Today on the show, we have the one and only, the Cool Mom founder of Cool Mom Co., Lizzie Mathis, who is an entrepreneur, entertainer, and powerhouse mom of three. Lizzie has been featured in top media outlets for her vibrant personality and knowledge in the lifestyle space. You can find her right now starring alongside her BFF, Jessica Alba, in Roku's number one rated new series, Honest Renovations, which I have seen. And let me tell y'all, you have to watch this show. I can't wait. Oh my God, it's so good. They're going to also just got signed for a season two. So there'll be a season two follow-up coming early 2024. Uh, and of course, additionally, she has her new highly anticipated podcast, The Cool Mom Code, which is now live. And this is where she invites her friends, celebrity friends, empower her moms to have real unfiltered conversations about parenthood, friendship, and being a modern woman in today's world. I love her. I love how real she is and like how she has such a vibrant personality. So positive. I love her. So enjoy this interview. And without further ado, here is Lizzie Mathis. Welcome to the show, Lizzie. Hey, ladies. Hi, Lizzie. Oh, my God. We have, I mean, this is a long time coming. Finally, I feel like it's always the perfect time when we get together. I love it. We are so happy to have you on. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. This is a long time in the making. I feel like we've been talking about this for a minute. A hundred percent for a very, very long time. I'm really, very excited. So for those who live under a rock and don't know who Lissy Mathis is or Supermamas that don't know... (laughs) Please tell them who you are, who you live with, where you live. Oh, who I live with. Tell them the whole government situation. Your social security number, your bank account, everything. Tax returns. Like all the things. Facebook relationship status. Yeah. How do I identify? Okay. So (laughs) I'm Lizzie Mathis and I live with my husband and my three children who are 11, 8, and 5. I am a model actress turned entrepreneur and really kind of, I don't even know what I am right now. That's the crazy part about it. Is. <laughs> you are just Lizzie Mathis. Like, you don't, need to, you don't, you don't need to identify yourself I mean, as anything. Like for real. Like, I guess I'm a host. I guess, you know, I'm executive producer. I guess I dibble and dabble in a lot of different things. But yeah, that's me. So I have a site called thecoolmom.co. I have a podcast. I'm a podcast girl now. Hey. Yeah, called the Cool Mom Code podcast. And yeah, this is it. I'm writing a book. I don't know. I guess I'm many things. You're writing a book about what? I'm writing actually a children's book. I know this is my autobiography. Not there yet. Not there yet. Yeah, I'm writing a children's book. So I've been working on it for a, a while. So I'm excited about it. But that's the next chapter. You're like, that's like in fall 2024. Not out yet. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, don't, like, I'll, let you not know, I'll let you know when you can. Yeah, I'll let you know exactly. when you can pre-order. Not right now. Right now we're for promoting real. your new show. For real. Let's talk about your new show. Inspiring, funny, Loki makes you cry, makes you laugh. All about this 
you and Jessica were so gracious to invite me to a lunch where we saw a preview, but also got to meet some of the people that were on the show. Mm-hmm. And I got to learn the backstory of not how it came to be, but also a little cheese on how this renovation, other renovation shows do. So I want you to tell everyone on the show about your show, where to watch, how to watch. Yes. So we have a renovation show, Jessica Alba and I, who are really great friends, best friends. We actually met at our kids' preschool, which is random as hell. (laughs) And I think we just, we met, it was like through our kids, our kids liked each other, they got along. And I think when your kid like finds their person at school, then you kind of have to like talk to their parents. It's like by Mm -hmm. default. And so I think that's kind of how it happened. And it was just like, by default, we kind of had to talk to each other. You had to talk to uh, to Jessica Alba. No, but you know how sometimes, you know, at school, (laughs) sometimes you like sideswipe. You'd be like, I don't care. You over there. Like, this is about my kid. I'm not trying to like play around with you. I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Lizzie. When I go to school, I talk to every single parent, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I do too. I make sure I I engage. (laughs) No, you know why? No, I do too, though, because I want to know what their deal is. I'm like, if our mm-hmm. kids are going to like each other, going to play, mm-hmm. I want to know no, all course. about you. I want to know what your ins and outs are. Like, I need to mm-hmm. know. Anyway, so we we start talking and we became the best of friends. Like, we just really found our people in each other kind of thing. And I think that that's very rare when it happens like that and yeah. you can connect on that level, especially when you're not in your like teen years or 20 years old, you know what 100%. I mean? hundred percent. We're grown ass women with a full on <laughs> family and kids. And when you can connect with people like that later on, you know, it, it's really special. So we did that. We started playing around with content. And one of the things we really liked was home renovation. And we were like, yo, what if we did this for like families? Like, what would that look like? And we started pitching out the show and it took a minute. The whole process from idea to actually having a show was long and it took a lot of enduring. And so long three years, long five years, like two years, probably from idea to actually us being on set the first day probably took a year, I would say if I had to put a number on it. And it was just like a lot. But anyway, we had, we pitched it out. Roku was great enough to pick us up. They're a really great partner for us. So you can watch it on the RokuChannel.com. I got that down pat, y'all. I said it so much. (laughs) And it's just a really great show. It's a home renovation show. It's based in the story of our family's relatability, comedy, between Jess and I's relationship is out of this world and we just jab at each other all day and then come back and make up and then jab again, just like sisters do. And like real sisters. Yeah. Like real sisters do. Like, you know, the real sisters, the ones you'd be like, uh, I don't mess with you today, but I love you though. But not today. Okay. <laughs> Call you by your whole government name. You're like, wait a minute. That is my whole government name. You, you ain't got to go there. And so we did that. And the family stories are are super relatable. It's about a transition between when a family hits that moment where they're like, this house, the way it is right now is no longer serving me and it's no longer working for me. And I have no idea what to do. Mm -hmm. And it's either two sets of twins and they don't have enough space for all of the teenagers in their house now or it's a new baby in their house and you're like overwhelmed by all this stuff that you thought you needed and you really don't. Or it's like even the idea of COVID, right? During COVID, we all amassed so much stuff. 
We mm-hmm. hoarded. We were like, uh-uh, you got to get all them p- potato chips because we don't know if they're going to be there in two weeks. You know, people buying up stuff. It's just the apocalypse coming. And I think, you know, sorting through those things with people too and being like, what don't you need? What do you love? What do you, you know, what do you still use? What do you don't? And so we went through a lot of different like transitions with the families too. And it turns out to be a really great before and afters. And it's just a great show. So it's like renovation and 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 organization. It's organization is really important to us. Sustainability is really important to us. Upcycling is important to us using even vintage pizzas to come in and kind of make your space look unique. And really it's a renovation. I mean, we did knock down walls. We did change entire bathrooms. We have amazing before and afters that truly transform these homes. So you get a little bit of everything. Those are the kind of shows that I love. And of course, my first question is, how do I get my home on the list so that you guys can come and like redo my whole house? Because I need organization. I need all of that. I have a room that I don't even open anymore. That is See. just like non-existent because I don't even open that room. Yeah, you do have a... But that's kind of like your garage because you don't own a garage. So I'm going to say that that's garage. your garage. But that shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. That That's a room that could be an office or like a guest room or something, right? But like, low key, garages are unused spaces. If you don't park... Unless you park your car in your garage which I assume, Paulina, you do not park your car in this extra room. I don't have a garage. No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> I do not park then it. it is I a park space. a lot of other things, though. Yeah, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, people, pe- we forget. You know what we also forget? In California, we are very lucky to be able to have an outdoor-indoor living. And people always forget that they can use their backyard. Your backyard can be another whole living room. It can be a whole nother space that you can entertain and chill and hang out and work from and play from and all the things. And so it's like those spaces that you just close the door and you forget about, those are the ones that can change your whole dynamic in your house. That's what I'm saying. How can I have Lizzie Mathis and Jessica Alba come and like read through that room I will let you guys do whatever you want with it. I will not interfere. I will You're going to be the one to you. close your eyes. <laughs> I'll be like, yay! You know? Don't do like, you. Whoa! <laughs> as long as you can guarantee a tear at the end, Paulina, I got you, girl. Girl, as long- I'm cry right now. <laughs> uh, tell me. <laughs> you want me to cry? I'll cry right now. I'll feel like, please. Do like, it. Facts. <laughs> facts. But, you know, like I watch those with my kids and my kids are like, wow, look at them. How come they don't come to our house? And I'm like, I know. And then so right now I'm like, manifest, Paulina. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm a picture. You're like, I'm a I picture. know. I'm, I'm going to call picture. her. Girl, text me. I'm a texter. I'm a texter. <laughs> I can't wait to watch the show with the kids because, I mean, it, you really, it, it really does change lives. Like I watch really those does. shows and I see people, you know, because I think like the space where you live. I, I always feel like my house is my safe space. Like everything outside so is so true. crazy. And like when I think about my backyard and I talk what, to my husband and like communicating with the husband is this whole other situation about I mean, girl, visions that you have so for the house. Should we talk about that? I mean, just issues about everything. Communicate with the husband, period. Period. But you know, like, you know, when I try to tell him what I want with the backyard and like I want out, when I think about my backyard, I want like Oaxaca, right? I want like, mm-hmm. I want to feel like I'm in a, in a, in a backyard in Oaxaca. Yes. And I tell him like, in Oaxaca, there's no like manicured backyards. Like everything is natural Grow. and growing and thing, yeah. you know. And he's like, but we should make it square. And I'm like, no, <laughs> we shouldn't make it square. Anyway, so what I tell him is, look, this is my vision for the backyard. 
My vision for the backyard is after a long week of shit that happens around at work with everyone outside, you and me can come outside, sit down, have a drink, just sit, you know, and enjoy the backyard and just like make it peaceful. I want for my backyard, my always, my idea has been that it's unexpected. Like I live in South LA and you don't really wait for it. And then when you come in, you're like, oh my God, this is like a garden, you know, yes. that's, that's always been, and it's not about like the chair. It's not about the thing. It's about the feeling. Like I want to yes. feel, <sighs> I can mm-hmm. like that. I can, that the feeling that I get when I go to Oaxaca is always like my, my nervous system like <sighs> comes down. Ooh. So I want to have that in my backyard, you that's know, sanctuary. that's my house. Yes, exactly. That's right. So it's important, right? Like the way that your house makes you feel is important. It's very important. It's a representation of you. And I think that's what it is. Having that moment to be able to walk through. You know what I love, though, about what you just said? Walk through the house and then the backyard is unexpected. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. like that. I I want. Yes. Yes. I'm with you. I'm going to come over to your house, Paulina, because I want to feel like I'm not there yet. Okay. well, we're going to get let's get it there. Right after the renovation, true. Yes, <laughs> and exactly. after the renovation, it will be there. Like that's, I'm It'll just pitching you, pitching hard, you know, so that we can make it happen. Well, first of all, it sounds like you and hubby need to get on the same page because he wants a manicured backyard and you want, you want the wildlife. Girl, so you need to figure that out first. He wants what I want. That's what, let's just there say. He wants what there I you want. Go. <laughs> a happy wife, a but happy he, life. Let him know. You know what I mean? But like, it's important. Like the house It's important. Is, Everything can be falling apart. But well, I it's feel like, like what you know. said. It's like, you know, you go out into the outside world. You're battling everything every day. You're a warrior, right? You're a warrior every day. You go to work. You have the kids. You have the husband. You have everybody else outside the house. Family issues, career issues, driving. You know what I mean? Traffic itself is a warrior position. I mean, just to get behind the wheel, right, in mm-hmm. L.A. It's crazy. You have all these things. You want to feel like when you come home, this is your space to unwind, be able to be you and to just kind of have those memories and create that with your family. And I think the biggest part about our families on the show was that they were so vulnerable. Like, could you imagine opening up your door and it's not the house that you necessarily envision yourself in or like you're proud of, right? But they open their door and these two strangers essentially walk in and we're like, all right, let's get you out of here for three months so we can wrap this up. Do the things that we need to do. So we can do what we do. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's wild. And I think our families were so brave and vulnerable to be able to be on camera through that process. But that's not easy. It's not easy at all. I wouldn't let no two strangers through my house. I'd be like, nah, you good. Back up. I would. Look, I would if it we was, know you, know? you would, Paulina. We know you would. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but no, you, you're Wait, right. Like you know, Paulina, but then they get to keep everything, and that's what I want to talk about, Lizzie. Because give me all the cheese. All right. So one thing that we really, Jess and I, were very passionate about it in our show, and they don't always do this in other shows. But I don't think I'm allowed to like go all the way into it. But with our show, I can tell you on our show, on our show, we were very passionate about when we leave, the families keep everything. So what I hear on many shows is that they take everything. Everything is staged. So at the end of the reveal, you see couches and paintings and the beautiful this and the beautiful setup. And unless it's nailed down to the floor or has been somehow a part of the house, the fabric of the house now, they take it with them. Our show, what? Not, yes, girl. I was like, what? During during pre-production on the show, I was like, what? Heartbreak. 
I know. It's so heartbreaking. So like the families basically see this beautiful reveal and then they have to figure out how to recreate it with the furniture they get or buy the furniture from the show. So one of the things we were like is how would it look if we walked in and then was like, Okay, reveal day. Bye, peace. Okay, all right, everybody pack up that couch. Uh, get that. Don't forget that painting over there. It's like, how would we look? So yeah. we were very passionate about all of our reveals. Our families keep everything that's in the house. Everything you see is theirs. We just walk out with our own two bodies and that's it. So it was that was a <gasps> big deal. That's amazing. I had no idea. Paulina, that that like, happened. now I definitely want to do this show. Holly just like no, she's like hold up, hold up. You mean I could keep everything too? <laughs> I had no idea they didn't keep everything. I mean, I mean, you know, there was a I huge like- article. There were so many articles that I've read about that. I and mean, this is public yeah. knowledge. It's not something that Lizzie's out here talking about or fabricating stories. There, this yeah, is documented. Tea, pub- yeah, there is out there documented, extensive coverage coverage what is it called undercover journalism (laughs) (laughs) about this world very detailed about what happens so no you're not you're not saying anything that other people isn't that crazy though so anyway it's crazy yeah it's just sad i think it's a heartbreaking like at the end of that you go through all that you walk in you see this beautiful transformation of your home and then you're like all right now you gotta find this couch at though down the street well also i think like a lot of these people are actually in in actual need you know and then you're like here it is oh never mind and that that really sucks you know what's fun what's what was great about our families though too is that our families on our show they are thriving it's not like they're like all like well to do and like we come in and do like wealthy families homes over but these families were these are they're just hard-working families and so for them it's more of like I just don't know how to start. Like, I don't know where to begin. I. It's more of like you and me, right? It's more of like, how do we begin, right? Where is our number one starting point? And they feel overwhelmed. And I think yes. that a, we put a lot of focus into our mothers. The parents on the show both obviously equally are as important. But we all know as women that we are the brunt of a lot of things. We care for our our spouses and our partners. We care for our children. We, you know, are working. We have a lot of overload on us and it can get overwhelming. And a lot of times we forget more so than sometimes the people in our lives. We forget how to take care of ourselves and how to love on ourselves. And so randomly throughout the show, a lot of our focus happened to be on finding spaces within the homes for our moms to feel that self-love, for our moms to feel like they've been seen just a little bit and just heard just a little bit. And I think that was like a special nod that Jess and I wanted to give these women because we've been there and we we lived through it. We know what it feels like. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and you know that what you were saying, it's really overwhelming. I did a, a renovation, a small renovation in my backyard. I started the process of getting to my vision and it takes a long time. When I get home, I'm so exhausted. I don't, I don't want to be organizing, you know, yeah. I don't want, and, and that's the reason why that room is just closed. Cause at this point I'm like, where do I want to spend my energy? Do mm-hmm. I want to spend my energy spending time with my kids or do I want to spend this energy going through all this stuff that everybody just dump in this room? Well, that's when you get your kids involved though, Paulina, that's when you be like, we're going to do a double take. Okay. We're going to do something as a family. This is a unit thing. I love you. Love you too. Let's go in this room 
and let's all organize together. Sometimes like I'm big on that with my kids. I'm like, hold up. I've been working all week. I know you've been in school and you've done your after school activities and your sports, but listen, it's the weekend. Let's figure out a project at home that we can all do to help us move forward as a unit. This has to be a group effort. My mom was big on that too. She'd be like, everybody on the weekends, we all go inside pulling weeds, getting that yard together. So I think that sometimes we separate it so much too. We're like, do I want to spend time with my kids or do I want to clean my, or do I want to clean out this crazy room? No, you do both. Let's figure out how we can spend time with our kids and clean out the room because what are we teaching them? We're also showing them like, hey, like we can all be a part of this. Like this is our home. It's not just mommy and daddy's. You live here too. Let's all take pride in it. And I think that helps them also know for when they have their house. Take pride in, in, in what you, so let's figure it out as a unit. We're a unit. I love that. I have a question for you. I know you you talked about like sustainability and all mm -hmm. of that. You know, there's, I, I don't know about your kids, but my kids have so much crap, I like know. so much stuff, right? And then people keep giving money, giving, giving. And I'm like, oh, no more, you know, <laughs> birthday parties, you know, school, this, they come with all these ugh, stuff. And so, <laughs> ugh, you know, it's just, it's just so much. It's yeah. a lot. So I gather the stuff and I'm like, okay, what do I do with this? Mm -hmm. What do I do with all this stuff? Because even when you do toy collection, all of that, yeah. now things have changed. Now people want new stuff and, so you know, wrap stuff. So your son doesn't like Beyblades anymore. Now he likes Pokemon. <laughs> you know, cards. they're over that. So what do we do with all of these squishmallows that we have? And they're so bulky. So what happens to those things? This is interesting because on my site, the Cool Mom Co., well, the coolmom.co, we talk about fast fashion a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think I can answer this question in two different ways, Paulina. I can say in terms of the things that you already have, it really is about if things are in great condition, trying to give back. Right. Trying to either find other families that may be in need for them. If there is a drive that is accepting things that are still in good condition, gently used kind of thing. I just went to a gently used sale today at my kid's school. So sometimes there are these different programs that you can kind of support in that. And I think as long as they're not torn up and, you know, if they're in good condition, then it's acceptable. And I think with the kids, I think it's such a great give back, right? For them to be able to give up things and give back things that they no longer want or have use for, it also shows them, hey, you don't have to hold on and hoard things, right? We can give back and give to the next person who may need it more. So that's one way that I think we can answer that question in terms of like the overmassing. And on the show, we definitely go through, we had um, Amy from the Nimble Nest. She is the organizer and she comes in and she makes little buckets of things. And she's like, what do you need? What do you just like? And what can we donate? And what is trash, unfortunately, right? Like yeah. what is also trash? I think the second way to answer this question is to eliminate the amassing in the first place. Right. So how do we also change what we're bringing to our home? So like you said, from birthday parties to Paulina, I know who you are, girl. I know you begin gifting all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, from different people and all this stuff like that. So it's like, how do we also change and our purchasing, our purchasing power? Right. How do we also change what we're bringing into the house? And I think that's something that is, is almost just as important, just taking more of a conscious effort on. All right. Is this something that my kids need or is this just something that they want? And is this something that's just trendy? Do you know how many of those little things I had? Those little what's those pop it things? And mm, I got to a point where I was it. just like, are you kidding me? Why do I have so many? And it was trendy. <laughs> 
It was trendy yeah. everywhere we went. Oh, can I get a one of these? Can I? Oh, mommy, look. Oh, this one's a in purse, rainbow. A thing. Oh, this yeah. is yeah, exactly right. This one's on a cup. It's it's just it was like on everything. And so I think it's also being conscious of how we're also spending our money and what we're also bringing into the house and what we're accepting. So maybe for gifts, you know, maybe we accept certain gifts or things that they need, or maybe we regift it. Maybe we're like, hey, you know what? My kid doesn't need a purse. What they need is for you to invest in their, you know, whatever plan. You know what I mean? Their education mm-hmm. plan. I, I don't know. 529. 529 plan. I didn't want to put it out there. But mm-hmm. yes, 529 plan. You know, so <laughs> it's like, what? how can we also shift how we allow people to give us things, what we bring into the home, as well as where we can donate it? Right? Yeah. That room that I'm talking about. I mean, it. it, it ha- I have it in a closet where when I get the birthday parties, I have all the bags and I reuse them. You have a birthday party. I'll go get a bag that I've been given. I have tissue, but you know, I have all of that. I make my, my kids do their own birthday cards. You know, I'm like, you draw it, you make it. We don't need to, right. you know, cause I, I have like so many like birthday cards and I'm like, what am I doing with all of this? Like, do I keep them? Do I toss them? So I try to do that as well. And you know, some of the things that I have that are new that I never get to open, I'm like, let me just re-gift them. I mean, yes. I'm not going to use them. Why do, let me give it to someone else. And it's more, I, I think like I got it contained to what I purchased, but like grandma comes and like, gra- you know, grandpa comes I know. and then they're like, oh, grandpa, can you take us to Target? You know? And I'm like, well, dad, you don't have to take them to Target, but they go to Target, you know, right. and they come up with all this stuff. And I'm like, Paulina, oh, you need oh, to no. do a yard sale, girl. Yes. You need to do a good old fashioned yard sale. Or what's some of those sites now? What is it? Up? Up, uh, offer up, yeah, offer up. Like you need to do like the modern day Facebook Craigslist. marketplace. Yeah, Facebook marketplace for sure. Like, I think so. You well, know, let's see. We just want to say thank you. We oh, want to say thank, thank you so much you. for being here. Um, yes. you are just an incredible soul. Paulina was talking, but I was just looking at you, <laughs> and I just want to say that you have the most beautiful spirit, energy. God, you know, when we talk about the Holy Spirit and the light shining through somebody, I think about mm-hmm. you, Lizzie. And the way you've lived your life and the way that you continue to show up for people, showing up for friends, showing up for yourself. And I know that is a journey that it's only meant for the strong one and the chosen one. So I thank you for being in our lives. Thank you for being a light. Thank you for being an inspiration to so many. We love you so much. And I know you said RokuChannel.com, but any other place where they can stream, watch, support, how can we become bigger fans? Everything, yes. Well, definitely watch the show, Honest Renovations. It's on the RokuChannel.com or unless you have a Roku device. Definitely watch the Cool Mom Code podcast, which you ladies promised to be on. So check out that. Yep. Cool Mom Code podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And definitely check out the site, thecoolmom.co. We talk all about the intersection between woman and motherhood and what that looks like in all its different forms. So check me out. And then Lizzie Mathis on pretty much everything. <laughs> Love, Love you, Lizzie. You. Thank you Thank so you, Grecia. Thank so you, Paulina. Exciting. Honestly, I really want, I appreciate you guys too. I really want to say that every time I see you, it's the same that it's always love and light. And I think that that's interesting. You don't meet people all the time that whenever you see them, Honestly, I feel like I've just I've been family. So, Bricia, you know, you had your your promotion for your book and I came and honestly, everybody there treated me as if I was like their cousin. And I was like, oh, my that's God, I love that's this. This is how it's supposed to be. That's right. <laughs> and I love it. And it felt like I was back home. So thank you. I appreciate for always making me feel like I'm at home whenever I'm around both of you. And we are back on the show. 
Do you have any tips or picks this week for our sister? What are you watching? That's going to be my nothing. question for you. Oh, that's true. You're not <laughs> Literally, you asked me that last time. I was like, I watched nothing. <laughs> have you watched anything since last week? Nothing. You're watching Aww. nothing. My, uh, you know what? Here's my tip, guys. When you see a mom somewhere on the streets, just tell her, you know what? No matter what it is, you're an incredible mom. That's it. That's just the tip that you need to give. Here's the thing. What I realized in this world lately. Here's just like a little kind of like what I'm thinking about lately. Maybe not a tip, but let me just. I feel like we're thinking the same thing. Lately, I've just been seeing how unfairly it is that we ju- we judge moms very unfairly. We judge moms who have full-time jobs. Women. Very Women in general. And I think that when it comes to like dads, and here's where it comes in. Like when I, this is where I kind of had this epiphany situation, right? Like I think I shared like I'm a yard mom, a mom rep for my kids' uh-huh. classroom, right? Now, y'all know your girl has many hats, right? Like I have many full-time jobs aside from being a mom. And I'm going to be a rep mom and it's going to be great. And I'm not complaining. I think it's going to be amazing and great. But no one is coming to me and being like, wow, Marisa, you're a yard mom. Wow. What a great mom you are. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Now let's turn this shit around. If it was a dude being a yard dad, a yard dad, a rep, if I was going to get an email from my dad, it's like, hey guys, like Joe Smith here, your new rap, let me know. Oh my wow. God. Wow. A what dad? a great dad. What a great dad. Such a great person. Such a great dad. Such a great <laughs> dad. I can't believe he's doing that. <laughs> Can we just like, please? For you real. Know? And here's where, here's where like my, my saltiness come, comes from. The other day, an unnamed person said to me, oh my gosh, do you know how many people, like where, is, where are her kids when she's out there working? Where are her kids? Who's taking care of her kids? If I was a dude, you think anyone's no going to be judging me where my kids care. are, where I'm working? No, no one cares. No. Because they're with the mom. Because they're with they the should, mom. Because that's, that's her should, job. As they, that's her job. Yep. For me to be a great mom, I, I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't know what it takes to be a great mom. Te los tienes que llevar contigo a todas partes. Right. But to be a great tira. dad, very easy. You just got to show up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah, for sure. I agree. I agree with that. And here's what happens. I don't, I mean, and that's just my saltiness coming out in the podcast. So sorry, guys. I'm just so, <laughs> right now I'm like so tired of hearing like the. <laughs> no, I, 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 dad. I, I did you even, you know, talking about like, you know, how we went to the Jonas Brothers concert. I shared this thing that came out on, a, on the, an article about like Sophie Turner being not a great mom because she has too much fun. I was like, what? Oh, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. fucking ridiculous. This, okay, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Send me that article. I need to I send it to you. I already sent it oh, to you. you. And I was like, oh. read. I was like, read it, guys, because this is so freaking annoying. Now they're putting the narrative out there that because, you know, he divorced her because she was not a great mom because she was having fun. And I was like, well, oh, like, no, as she should. Because like, yeah. she's 20 something. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's what happens. Like, once you have kids, that's it. And I tell my girls this constantly, my two girls, I tell them, like, I was a person before I was your mom. Yes, I had fun. Yes, I listened to this. No, song. Yes, I mean, I whatever. It's not even about that. It's like the the unfairness of being like. That's what I'm saying. A mom. And like, it's just, I'm not. You have to lose yourself. Like, that's it. You're no longer a woman. You are a mom. And like, if you're not a mom, then you're not nothing. 
you know, todo lo demás no vale. Like you have to just, oh, it's, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very unfair. Very unfair. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yes. That is a, uh, that is the picker tip. Maybe it's not even a pick. It's just my rant of the week. I'm not even going to have picks and tips. Maybe I'm going to have a rant <laughs> at the end of the show because I don't know no one's listening at this point. It's not on the air. Everyone's dropped off. Like, this is where you get all the goodness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Read that article. This, yes, this is a way no, to, get, yeah. to keep them, to keep them like, wait until the end of the show where Brisa has a rant. We just got to normalize that moms are also our people. And, or maybe when you're going to judge a dad, judge him the same light that you will judge a mom. A hundred percent. That's it. Let's judge each other the same. That's it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. I feel better now. That's it. Adios. Let's keep going with our No, ya me cabrone más. Thank you for being on the show this week. We will see you next time. Bye. Hey, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on supermamas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline. 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love and see, see you, you next week. week.